think asking, what do we want to know? I don't care about student government. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I see. So, so <laughs> why, why would somebody else, why would anybody care about No offense. Well, no, well, I think if Vic did it, he's got to have a reason. This is where I let everyone down and let them know that there is no reason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Devastating. There goes your whole, I, I knew I'd get you to vote for me, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I am law student of the past, Adam LaChance. <laughs> law student of the past now. That's the that's I'm actually the one L who got in a time machine and came to this podcast. Oh. So you've gone back in time? Yes. You're going to be... You're going to be exactly like our guest then. Is well, right? I requested a guest that's done, so I know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, what's what's today's criminal code advice? or or? Uh, well, first of all, I, since I'm a 1L, I don't give any kind of uh, <laughs> criminal advice. That would be a, a terrible mistake, as you know. <laughs> be unethical, I thought, you're uh, right. I, the section of the criminal code that I'm interested in this week is uh, section 35 of the criminal code, which is most people think of it as your defense of person's defense. So you can, you know, use self-defense in the case of like aggression or someone else's life at risk. But there's an interesting other aspect, which is defense of property, uh, which was changed in 2018. And uh, Kent Roach said that the uh, new defense of property provision does not mention proportionality and may depart from established jurisprudence by opening up the disturbing possibility that an intentional killing in the defense of property could result in an acquittal, and arguably the Colton Bushy case, which was a big case. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I read the trial transcripts for that, and the the defense kept saying how they weren't going to use that because they're not allowed, but if you read the if you read the closing arguments, op- opening arguments, and all the evidence, it's pretty clear that that is exactly what happened in that case, in my opinion. So. <laughs> wow, a- Adam, that's the most you've ever said about law on this show in 40-some-odd episodes. That's, I said that's the word impressive. jurisprudence, which is a first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good. <laughs> Wasn't my good. words. Good. I, I think that now that'll help me in my teaching of criminal law. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Uh, so moving on, as always, we have a guest with us, but uh, again, I should remind listeners that we are self-isolating and so our, we're all doing this by Zoom, but I can see him. He's smiling away in what looks like his bedroom, but who knows? It's <laughs> Victor. A disco uh, ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victor, why don't you, or Vic, as you uh, are also known, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about who and what you are and why you're here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me on the show. It's a great honor. I've been a longtime listener, as you know. Um, yeah, my name is Victor. I also go by Vic. Uh, I am an Osgood student, and I'm currently sitting uh, in my Passy Chambers apartment, although uh, school is not in session, as you, <laughs> as you probably know. Uh, yeah, I just finished 1L, although I'm not sure if I should call myself a 2L just yet. I'm not sure really what I am. I'm actually... I'm in the process of, uh, of applying to the joint program, uh, JD MBA with Schulich. 
so if all goes well, I uh, will be there in the fall. Although, yeah, it might be remote. We'll see. <laughs> um, and uh, I have, I guess I should mention, I have a background in uh, philosophy and political science from the University of Ottawa. And uh, I guess you could say I'm from Ottawa. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's great. The, the, the last philosophy guest we had on, we had to have a discussion about whether you are a, still a 1L or when, when you become a 2L. And it seemed to be a very deep philosophical question. <laughs> because <laughs> Adam of course throws wrenches into the whole uh, discussion Maybe saying you're not allowed Adam, to claim this one I'm still oh yeah sorry I forgot yeah, yeah. You, you are not you're no longer capable of discussing <laughs> that uh, anyway so yeah that you've just thrown an additional wrench in uh, uh, Victor because if you go to do shoot to do an MBA does that mean you stay a 1L for another year forever <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I guess on the books, I'm still a 1L because I don't have my grades back yet. And, uh, you know, we don't know, uh, we don't know how those went, although we, we hope they uh, are, are nice shining peas on my transcript. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, pass, you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah or, or CR for credit, whatever mm-hmm. uh, it actually is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think I, I guess I would consider one L to be in the rear view mirror for me now. So, but yeah, am I a two L? Am I a business student? Who knows? Yes, <laughs> I, I think you're right though. It is in the rear view mirror. You have definitely passed that stage. So we'll yes. we'll leave it at that. Um, I definitely want to get into that. What it felt like, but before we do that, something yeah, we got to ask the usual question about your a, a favorite TV or movie related to law. Yes. And, uh, for me, it's hard to narrow down, although it would be between, I've never heard of that show. There's, there's a lot, uh, for me, it would be between the rainmaker and the paper chase, which are probably some of the two better known ones. Cool. Um, We've never had the rainmaker. I don't rainmaker is a first. That's a first for the rainmaker. Okay. What's the rainmaker? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Neither have I. Oh, enlighten us. Yeah. I can give you, I mean, it's, uh, so it's sort of, early Matt Damon with, uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, and Matt Damon is this, uh, sort of bright eyed, idealistic, newly minted lawyer, sort of like, uh, Adam actually. And, uh, he sort of jumps into the, uh, world of private practice, although it's, you know, he's quickly disillusioned and it's not exactly what he envisioned. He, you know, starts off with, uh, you know, (laughs) it starts, uh, he's, uh, sort of interviewing with a sketchy personal injury firm that literally chases ambulances to hospitals uh, and, uh, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, sort of uh, has, I guess you could put it, uh, unsolicited client intake in the uh, ER, which is uh, fascinating, <laughs> sort of making... Uh, <laughs> I hope yeah, that's not exactly. Adam. Very uh, sounds colorful. sounds just like me, dimension. actually. What part does it deviate from my life experience? <laughs> I mean, I... I wasn't going to say that, but you know, <laughs> oh, no, spoilers. let me ask you something, Mr. Drummond. As a defense lawyer, have you ever agreed to the fast tracking of a lawsuit? Well, your honor, I believe I have. <laughs> Fine. Give me the name of the case and the court it was in. Well, <laughs> well your honor, I have to get back to you on that. <laughs> well, call me this afternoon by three. <laughs> bring up but, uh, death at the end because well, that, uh, that's that's good we'll go with that one then because we've never had that before so we'll put down one vote down for the rain yeah highly highly recommended definitely watch that great 
All right. With all those preliminaries over uh, with Adam, uh, you have, and did you say you had some questions? You yeah. Well, off? I think the, the obvious first question, as I've learned, um, is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what your experience is like uh, coming out of 1L, kind of maybe any insights you've gotten over the last couple of weeks now that you've finally been able to step away from 1L uh, and uh, be, or I guess put it in the rearview mirror. And I guess as you're answering this, you now have to then pretend that Adam is just about to go into law school. So you're kind of advising. Well, I, I <laughs> pretend. I, the only reason I need to ask that question is because I talk to myself from the future who's locked in that closet behind me. <laughs> I, he needs to know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely uh, helpful to uh, be able to look at a prospective 1L like Adam and, and give this advice. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 1L, I would say, is probably the most challenging and rewarding thing at the same time that, that I've probably done to date. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that a lot of mindsets that will, will help you. And there's a lot of mindsets that I think would, would hold you back in, in one L for, for those of the uh, listeners that are thinking about law school. Uh, I think the most important thing, uh, looking back, uh, is to just approach everything in law school with an open mind. Uh, you know, don't try to, uh, pigeonhole yourself into, uh, you know, a corner, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, try to, try to, try things out really you've got so much opportunity you know i think that uh law school and especially osgood is really just the embodiment of opportunity there's so much available to you there's so many directions that you can go in and i think that you wouldn't be doing yourself any favors to uh you know sort of preemptively lock out certain responsibilities so try new things i think that law school is a great place to to do something like that how do you do at following your uh, advice on that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, it was sort of a personal commitment of mine because, uh, coming out of my undergrad experience, I sort of had an opportunity to reflect on what I sort of did right and what I did not so right. And one of the the big takeaways was, uh, you know, I sort of told myself if I ever end up back in school, uh, I'm definitely going to get involved. And I like to think that that's what I did. Uh, you know, I got involved in, uh, the business law society. That was a lot of fun. And nice. I'm coming back, uh, this next year as well. Uh, student government. Uh, I'm doing uh, laws as well, which has been super fun, which is uh, law in action within schools, uh, which is a great uh, sort of community outreach program that we have here at Osgood. Um, yeah, just awesome. uh, lots of different things. That is really good. Sounds like, so even getting involved in, I think, a singular club in first year is uh, a little bit special, I think, because I think a lot of people are uh, a little bit too worried about it or they're seeking out um extracurriculars that are meant to pad the thing that they've pigeonholed themselves into to start with or, or something along those lines. Um, but I think there's something in there that we, we would like to talk about a little bit. We've realized is, uh, maybe, uh, how, how you came to, to get the idea, uh, to want to be part of student government and Richard might have a, a better, better <laughs> Why way would to frame I? that Why? argument <laughs> or that question. Sorry. That's like, yeah, first of all, that's a question. Second of all, I, why would I be interested? That, that's a well, good because question. I'm thinking, asked, what do we want to know? I don't care about student government. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I see. So, so why <laughs> Why would somebody else, why would anybody care about? No offense. (laughs) No. Well, I think if Vic did it, he's got to have a reason. So let's, 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 let's hear. 
this is where I let everyone down and let them know that there is no reason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Devastating. There goes your whole. I, I knew I'd get you to vote for me, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, well, definitely, well, I like to compare my experience to undergrad a lot, uh, because I mean, on the one hand, law school is entirely different from undergrad in my humble opinion, but, uh, you know, in undergrad, I really didn't have uh, a fond opinion of what student government was, uh, but, uh, it's sort of changed a little bit and maybe that has something to do with Osgood being a sort of tighter knit sort of community and, uh, you know. Uh, you know, everyone sort of knows each other. It's almost like an adult high school in many ways. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that I've noticed over the course of my experience that I thought, wow, it would be really cool to sort of have a say in the process of, you know, maybe thinking of different solutions to this problem or different ways to approach this topic, whatever that topic might be. Uh, and, you know, along the lines of, uh, my advice of, you know, keeping an open mind and getting involved, uh, you know, I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm just going to string myself out too thin, you know, with this, uh, student government responsibility, but I've sort of come to realize that there's never enough time for anything. You just kind of have to yeah. make time for the things that you want to do and just have faith that everything's going to fall into place. And I think that 99% of the time it does. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to do it. And I'm really happy that I did. That's, so. that's great. And do you think, though, that there's also a potential difference between law school student government that actually where the students actually do have a role to play and have an effect, whereas an undergrad, perhaps it's like just a bit of a sham or a. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? When you <laughs> say the they have an effect, like I don't under even I don't even know how student government works. I read a lot at home. <laughs> like what, what does that have to do with anything? About, <laughs> like, are, they, are they like built into the like administrative system of Osgood? Like I don't even know yes. how it works. Well, uh, again, let's. I, I think most law schools do that because I know Dalhousie, where I went to, was the same. Uh, but again, we can let Vic kind of answer that since he was actually there participating, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I should say that uh, I haven't really had a chance to jump into the fray just yet because I was elected for this upcoming year. Oh, um, sorry. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry if I gave anybody any false impressions. No, but, we all uh, knew, but Richard, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought you went, you were. <laughs> but uh, I, I can't. I can't obviously speak to the undergrad experience. Although I think that I, I would say that in undergrad, and this is not a slight against anyone that uh, did get involved in uh, student government in undergrad. I'm sure it was all for the right reasons, but I think that a lot of people get involved for all the wrong reasons. Uh, and I think that it, in law school, at least for me, it was easy for me to get involved for all of the right reasons, which is just, you know, making a change for, uh, you know, my fellow classmates who I all consider friends and that provides sort of strong incentive to do the right thing. And I think that that's important. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, that's again, I'll, there's no reason to doubt that. I, think I doubt it. Exactly. I right. don't believe a word Adam's you just being, say. He's I, just contrarian <laughs> as always. We're moving away from Adam. Let's cut him out. He does, he he's, he's just an incoming one L. What is this, he? Like? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sick. We'll ask him in another year and he'll say, oh, student government's the best. Yeah. Well, well guess what I do in 2L now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what's what are, can you give us a highlight from your first year? Something that really would never have expected to happen, but did or something that I would never have expected. 
Oh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of highlights, just like there are a lot of lowlights. Um, you well, know, a few then. A few of each. A few of each I like good. the contrast, typically. Yeah, I like to pay a nice <laughs> contrast. Uh, um, yeah, no, uh, I think that definitely what surprised me, I'd say, it's neither a good thing nor a bad thing, uh, is just the nature of the difficulty that you find at law school. I, I think I probably came to law school with a conception uh, that, you know, I would be reading some, uh, you know, medieval you know, uh, <laughs> cases where, you know, it's like old English and meanwhile, you, you know, don't even have to read them. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, <laughs> Adam, as you can tell, knows a lot as, uh, you know, uh, especially for an incoming one L, um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who he's taking advice from, but yeah, oh, yeah. De- definitely upper years that, uh, you know, who knows, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I definitely was not the nature of the challenge for the most part. You'll run into some cases like that, but, uh, they're definitely the exception of the rule. Uh, but, um, no, I think that the difficulty with law school for me personally, and I think that a lot of people can relate is, uh, just the, the volume of work and having to then respond to that by, you know, figuring out what the right mix of priorities are, what type of time that you want to invest in certain things as opposed to others. And it really involves uh, a lot of trade-offs and you have to learn to make those trade-offs. By the end, it's um, easy, So right? that's probably the biggest challenge. Uh, I'm sorry? By the end, it was easy. Uh, no I would problem. say I would say it was easier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. In, in, in some in some In some ways, yes, it was easier. In other ways, I'd say it was more challenging. Oh, there's, there's different... How to, different get, how to get more challenging. That's, that's what I'd like to know. I would say that the challenges, for example, in the winter term were just qualitatively different to the ones in uh, the first term. So in the first term, you're going to encounter a lot of, uh, you know, the main challenge, I think, the way that I would put it is figuring out how to do law school. Uh, in, you know, sort of a lot of people like to say, thinking like a lawyer, you kind of have to learn how to do that and how to write exams like a lawyer, because that's pretty important. Uh, um, but, uh, I think in the second semester, it's uh, a little bit more balanced. You know, a lot of people are thinking about the one I'll recruit and stuff like that oh, yeah. and, uh, applying to clinics and things like that. So, uh, you know, you kind of have to do that juggling act a little bit more explicitly in second semester so that the nature of the difficulty changes a bit. Makes sense. So yeah. what, for a highlight, um, is there anything law school adjacent that wasn't necessarily related to the work of law school that stood out as a, as a highlight for you? Um, yeah, I mean, in general, I think pub nights, uh, were a highlight, (laughs) I think, uh, you know, and, and for those, uh, that aren't familiar with it, that's, uh, uh, every Thursday night where a bunch of, uh, you know, stressed out law students, uh, congregate over uh, a few adult beverages and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, they, they drink responsibly and make invariably good decisions. Um, so that's, uh, He's yeah, obviously that's been there. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, it, it's training ground for, for doing that later. For you know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> so what about professors, do you have your own night? I, I just want to know. No, there should be a pro- professor. <laughs> that's Adam night. asking the hard hitting yeah, questions. Yeah, I know. That, I don't know who'd go, but <laughs> So again, there's different, there's variations across the country at law school, because I will say that my law school had a a pub that was open every day, every night, except perhaps Sunday. I can't remember if Sunday night was valid or not, but so there was always that open door to go to after you'd studied. 
but all, but Osgood is just one night a week. I heard so. the bartender there was uh, kind of a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who told you? <laughs> I, I was. Did I? I mention it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, that's. Uh, but, but yeah. So, whatever uh, the phrase Adam used, law school adjacent, whatever that means. Yeah. But it is part of being. <laughs> it's part of being in law school, isn't it? And again, it's partly because your your uh, earlier reference to being high school like is still valid because it's uh, it's a pub that only your colleagues go to basically right yeah it's not and it's not part of the rest of the campus it's not and we had the same thing at Dal. and i think again that to me is just part of the experience it's something uh, uh something i realized throughout my law school days is that i really like pub nights without law students at them are there such things i didn't realize what it was like to drink without a bunch of law students uh oh for a while so uh <laughs> I, I realize it's actually much better without them i i think uh <laughs> just, I, he's kidding adam he, seems to be implying that that law students aren't fun to be around i don't know where he well, would get that idea he's from talking about his own friends now <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they don't listen are, yeah he's in a strange mood today he's all all his friends are going to be pissed off because he's been yeah. dissing them the entire time. This quarantine is treating me bad. Um, so speaking of quarantine, so the everyone on this uh, uh, that I can see right now is our, our hair is just out of control, growing like crazy. I, I, <laughs> Not mine. I try. I'm trying to push my hair back, but I don't. I need your advice, Vic. I don't. Yours looks so good. <laughs> my hair looks terrible. I don't know what else to do with it. It's like down to my nose. <laughs> I, I, actually, down shoulders. I, I have a, I have a bit of a, a cheat code and I think probably Richard has the ultimate cheat code, but I think, uh, <laughs> um, I no, my brother is a barber, so that's definitely oh, uh, nice. no. oh, that's, an upper I'll, hand there. I'll come since Adam and I are pretty close. I'll come over Adam and do your hair. If you okay. Wish, perfect. With my, with my clippers. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I can't wait to see the end result. <laughs> I did. I had a lot of hair in law school, and then one summer, two friends came from uh, Alberta. I was still in uh, Halifax. They they were on vacation in Al- from Alberta, and they drove out and they said, "Let's cut your hair, Richard. We've got horse clippers in the back of the car." <laughs> this is what Albertans do, I guess. <laughs> and I so we all went out on the balcony with the horse clippers, and he, uh, it was ridiculous because my I, I I had a lot. It of never hair grew then. back. <laughs> Now I know. I think they did. They did some damage. It's uh, exactly. Uh, anyway, that was a bit of an aside. So uh, that's hilarious. We're, we're about time here. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have a. I have a question for Vic that I. It's quite important. Given, okay, let's again, let's let's end with that then. Yes. So I I need I want some advice. I rarely ask for advice from guests, but. I am going to be teaching in the fall, very likely by in distance, online learning for the entire first semester at the very least. And I wondered if you can give me some advice, and maybe Adam too, but what you think could be done to make that experience better? Because I just, I am struggling to wonder how it's going to be teaching first year criminal law online to people who've never yeah. Any of them never ever learned any of this because you've before. done a little bit via Zoom. So what does yeah. it leave you wanting? I guess might be part. I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, you know, you know, depending on what uh, area of Toronto that you live in, you could uh, 
flip the camera outside and hope that a murder occurs right outside your window. The most engaging content. I know that's hard to orchestrate, you know, right. I you could know, stage <laughs> that though. <laughs> you could. Yeah, no, I, I know. I would definitely appreciate it. No, I, um, I, I don't know. Just, uh, Definitely uh, a basic level of technological literacy is uh, important, and I'm not uh, shooting any shots at anyone, but uh, I don't know, just, uh, you That's know. That's a good point, actually. Basically, <laughs> everything uh, everything that you would do in person, uh, just kind of uh, aim to do that over Zoom. Well, should you um, stand up? Should you, like, stand up on your video, or should you sit? Like, oh, yeah, like this? Like, like with just, a board. Can you get like a whiteboard or something behind you and do do it? Probably. Like I, I, yeah, maybe I can get if, that. If you, you just don't roll have a charter. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a lectern, definitely get a lectern. Uh. <laughs> There's that. So share screens, PowerPoints, yeah, all that. I can help I can you with do. all that stuff if you need any tech advice. Oh. I'll help you. Oh, yes. So you're a pro. Um, all right. And I, I, I am supposed to, I forgot the question I was supposed to ask at the end here. So uh, we'll just go for lightning round here. Uh, to get it from you, uh, one study strategy that you picked up in first year uh, that uh, you might be You're a little bit unique or others? different. Oh. Yeah, just to share with the with the listeners. That might be unique. Um, yeah. So if you, I, one good piece of advice that I would give is if you're having trouble. Uh, motivating yourself to do the work for uh, a subject that maybe is not your cup of tea, just tell yourself that you like the subject matter and typically uh, everything will follow suit and you'll do better at it than you otherwise would. You just got to trick yourself. You can exactly. convince yourself you My, like something that I you do don't that like. I do that too. That's actually, I, I use that exact strategy, believe it or not. That's good. I, it works never, well. Okay. There you go. That'll, that would probably take, be, I'll your mileage may vary. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That, that disclaimer on there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for coming on, Vic. Good to see you again. That was a rapid fire round of one then, Adam, was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. No, it's rapid fire. I just got to end the podcast. I always thought rapid <laughs> fire meant like 10 questions in the space of one minute, but you've just redefined rapid fire. Hey, so. lightning round. Different. Okay. Well, let's say we got, let's thank Vic for, uh, <laughs> for participating in this uh podcast and uh we hope you're stay well by yeah. the way well, both of you well I'll yeah stay healthy you. guys and uh, see we'll you see soon. you next time thank okay. you so much for having me cheers guys bye